You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Real quick uh, baseball note here before we get into Nebraska basketball. Uh, Griffin Everett named co-Big Ten Player of the Week. Hit 450 with nine hits, two doubles, four home runs, and ten ribbies. Ten RBIs for Griff Everett. So nice job for that. Co-Big Ten Player of the Week. Unfortunately, Nebraska still lost 21-4. to Did he burn his hands on his bat last week? Maybe maybe that's why he sat out. He's on fire, man. Maybe that's why he didn't play one of the games. Uh, speaking of Nebraska, Kate Povich, pitching down in spring training for the Twins, through today, here's his stat line, 4.2, or excuse me, four and two-thirds innings, three hits allowed, no walks, no runs, nine strikeouts for Cade Povich. I see you, Cade. Talked about it on Monday with Nathan. On Carlos Correa's Twins. That's right. Talked about it Monday with Nathan, though, that, uh, man, Nebraska's just starving for a guy that they can throw out there on Fridays that just shuts, just shoves. Shuts just shoves. Door. Shoves them door. Shoves, shuts the door. Shoves and, the and, door shut. Yeah. And uh, th- throws a chair, as a lot of baseball guys like to say. So, all right, there's a little bit of spring baseball update. Um, transfer portal news. Eduardo Andre entered the portal yesterday afternoon. I am sad. Eduardo Andre is no longer part of the Nebraska basketball team. This is kind of, it, it's not a huge surprise. Um, unfortunately, depth-wise, in an area of the floor that Nebraska men's basketball is desperate for, has taken a hit, and that's down in the paint. Mm-hmm. That's big bodies, right? Nebraska didn't have a lot of big bodies to begin with, and now they are left with Derek Walker. Oh, maybe. And, oh, maybe, with a decision looming, Derek mm-hmm. Walker. And Oleg Koyanitz. And I'm not including Wilhelm in that recovering from an injury. Well, no, it's not. It's not that. It's I, I'm not. I'm not relying on. I'm not gonna. I hope that Nebraska doesn't have to ask Wilhelm to cover a seven foot four Purdue big man. I mean, Wilhelm's No, remember he stood up straight. That's right. That's right. He, he stood got up the, straight. He got six the, eleven. The back specialist stood up straight. Either way, man. Um, I would much rather see Wilhelm in the four. Than the five, I so would I, but so and that's what's been if a problem. You're left with just you're Ole. right, you're absolutely right. So how much weight can you really put on? Yeah, healthy weight. I, I mean, this is this is big now because Nebraska's going to have to use the once again. They're going to have to use the transfer portal because now we're looking ahead, and we we talked about it yesterday with with Jacob uh, Jacob Padilla of Hill Varsity. That what's the level of concern that Blaze Keita. To, and Ramel Lloyd Jr., but specifically Blaze Keita in this mm-hmm. conversation, doesn't make it to campus. And, and there's there's serious concern there. And, and it's because Matt Abdomasi is no longer on the staff. But with that being said, it's not like you keep a coach, obviously, just to keep your recruiting class. But mm-hmm. there's, there's a significant level of concern surrounding the Husker men's basketball program and, and the fan base especially that they don't keep Blaze Keita or... Ramel Lloyd Jr. And if if Blaze Keita, we we've been talking all season long about. Yep, we can't wait till next year when they get Blaze Keita because you felt good that maybe Derek Walker comes back towards the end of the season. You started feeling like uh, Derek Walker could could come back for another year, and you have Oleg, and now like we said, Wilhelm is off the bench or, or off the injury, and Eduardo Andre is still going to be there. Mm-hmm. 
and I get that he's been kind of on the fence for the last couple months or, or even year about staying at Nebraska, but now it's official. Like, and now we're looking, and if Derek Walker decides to move on just because he's getting into his mid-20s and he wants to move on with his life. You can't blame him. You can't blame him, number one. And number two, like, yeah. <laughs> like, Makes sense, man. Understandable. And so looking ahead to ne- next season, Fred Hoiberg is going to have to figure out a way to – I'm currently looking at the transfer portal for Thank centers. Thank you. Nebraska is going to have to figure out a way, and let's for the, for the purpose of discussion, let's imagine that Blaze Keita does not make it to campus. Okay. Let's make it. Let's make it that Blaze Keita does not make it to campus. And, this and is wrong. If Derek Walker decides to move on, or even if he does decide to come back, once again, you're asking Derek Walker to do everything for you in the paint. Mm-hmm. Oleg Oleg's great. He's tall. But now, are we going to have to ask Lat to play the five? How? What? what Is kind Lat of, coming back? What? There. That's another question. And at this point, for for production, you hope Lat might not come back. But for depth, yes. Yeah. Lat, please. Yes, please. Because we talk about that continuity within this program, and once again, we're sitting here a couple weeks after the season ends, going, "Who is here?" Who is going to be here? Because now there's decisions looming with Trey. There's decisions looming with with D-Walk and, and Latman, And you would expect more attrition mm-hmm. just because, unfortunately, you've lost a couple assistants. Armand Gates might be leaving or departing for, for Missouri to coach with his brother, Dennis, who just got the job there. Yep. And you only won 10 games. And the years before that, you only won seven. And, and so how much does this... this roster trust in what this coaching staff is preaching like you have to weigh all these factors in what these these 18 19 20 21 year old kids or or players or athletes have to figure out so I I just I I don't know like it's at the end of the season I was not too concerned about the future of Nebraska basketball I was actually pretty optimistic I was feeling good and that was with kind of having a feeling that Bryce McGowan's was going to head to the NBA. Practically the knowledge he was leaving. You're right. Like, we like we, we figured he was going to leave. Yeah. Uh, the Derek Walker, Trey McGowan's thing is going to be massive. And, and well, yeah, with, with Eduardo and Andre entering the portal and, and the lack of, of big men that you have on your roster and the concern about the, the Blaze Key to Romel Lloyd Jr. situation after the uh, mutual departure between Nebraska and, and Matt Aldomasi – and the fact that he recruited everybody on this roster and had a great relationship with all of them, it it, it kind of scares you and it makes you wonder, like, are they going to have to do what they did the first year? Well, and, Are they going to have to rebuild this entire roster? And I'm not saying everybody's going to leave. I'm not saying that. I think I think they have a, a pretty good core. Well, not a pretty – they have a core uh, of guys who they have that are going to be on the roster next season – but like like we said, you know, Wilhelm's coming off of injury. Oleg, you still need to get him up to weight and, and up to snuff with the mm-hmm. with the Big Ten. Uh, you're not sure if you have a point guard. Uh, well, you, you kind of have a point Sam guard. Sam Yeah, you have Sam Greasel, so you have a point guard there. But, but, man, that big man situation is terrifying because we all know the Big Ten has great big men. Purdue always has a seven-footer. Yeah. Wisconsin's usually got some pretty good big men. Illinois has got some – good big man indiana michigan ohio like every school in the big 10 has a solid big man and nebraska currently 
has one healthy they one. They haven't. They have one healthy one, and you're not really sure what because he redshirted this season because if you look at him compared to the other big men in the in the Big Ten, that was not going to work. It wasn't going to work at all. And I'm looking at the transfer portal right now uh, for centers at least, and there are two above 6'10". Um, one is transferring out of Iowa State. His name is Xavier Foster. He's seven foot. And the other one is Faradaz I Amak. I'm probably right. saying his name wrong. He's 6'11", 245. He is transferring out of Utah Valley. So, like, once again, and the season's not over and, and all that. And, um, there's It'll grow. Be, the there's, transfer portal will grow. Absolutely, but it's the whole continuity thing once again. Uh, Markel asked on the text line, 402-464-5685, did Bryce hire an agent or did, can he come back? He signed with Rock Nation Sports. Rock it's, Nation. It's the same company, I believe, Jay-Z founded it, and uh, they sign... Dudes like Leonard Fournette is part of Rock Nation, I believe. Rock Nation doesn't sign scrubs, so Bryce Bryce is in good hands. Okay, Gus says this on the text line: the deal with Abdamasi leaving is, is it might not be that big of a deal. Look at his recruits; not much has gone well with his recruits. So, with that being said, whose fault? Who do we point to for that? Is it him bringing in the recruits, or is it? after they get the recruits in that n- not much coaching has gone on to develop them into better players. Mm-hmm. And also you, you say, you know, it's not that big of a deal, whatever um, his recruits haven't done much. He's the main recruiter. He's the one that brings people in regardless of the fact. Well, and let's, and once again, Matt, <laughs> Matt Abdomasi has been part of Fred Hoiberg's staff at every college job he's been at Erwer. every year or were not, not at the NBA. But remember, he came and stole Matt Abdomasi from St. John's. His alma mater. Yes. And, and so there's that that you have to think about. Unnamed Texter says this, Lat man, really, guys? Oh, yes, we need his stats. And then they laid out his stats. We were being sarcastic. We, we, I'm not. Leave Lat alone. I, I was being sarcastic. Yeah, no. I'm the biggest but no, that's, apologist. That's what Leave it is. Leave my man alone. Like, Nebraska needs depth, and they need guys familiar with the program. We're having the same conversation as we were having last year at this time. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing over and over. Would you rather not have anybody or have Lat? And, and with this recruiting class or with the guys that they were bringing in from the last couple of years, like Eduardo Andre, like like Keon Edwards, he was starting. Now he wasn't necessarily getting starter minutes, mm-hmm. but he was a guy that was in the starting lineup. Non-existent. Part of that probably was because Trey McGowan's came back. Like I get that. But you did not hear about him. Keon Edwards was non-existent in the last, in the last couple months months of the season and he he's a freshman he's a high school guy you have uh core q mcpherson who is uh red shirting this year mm-hmm. how happy is he like i know that's been the plan all along but you have to remember like the point of bringing all these guys in over the last couple of years in addition to the ones that they brought in through the transfer portal was to build their program and now if you're having those guys deciding to leave whether that's a bryce mcgowan so you never really thought they were he was going to be here past the full season or not. Now Eduardo Andre's gone. And a guy that you did bring in through the transfer portal and Trevor Lakes is gone. And not much of an impact. Like you just wonder how many years is are we going to have to endure fully re- not rebuilding but trying to revamp this offense mm-hmm. with the plug and play of the transfer portal. How much of a rebuild do you want to go through every year without a solid foundation? 
That's what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what they've been doing these past three years, and what hopefully they they don't have to do this season. But like you said, you bring in these guys so that they can they can sit a year, learn the game, and then the next year get to it, or you know what have you. Maybe they come in and they play right away. You bring in the transfers to come in and plug holes that you have on your team. You, you, yeah. You, I don't think you should build your entire team around transfers. I don't think you can have an entire starting five with transfers. Like you need to have some guys that have been in the program and know how things work, know about the coaching staff, know about you know travel and 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 how things around the league you know that you're going to be playing in, in in your conference work. You get you bring in transfers. They don't they don't know about the Big Ten. They don't know the grind of the Big Ten. They don't know they don't know how physical these guys are because these guys in the Big Ten at, at Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, Northwestern, etc. They've been there for three years, four years. They know you. They know your coaching style. They know what kind of players you're going to bring in and what you want to do. And the good thing with having players who have gone against them is they also know each other. But if you bring in transfers, they don't (laughs) – you can't – you don't have anything to go up against them. And that's that's just not how it works. Like, it would be great if Nebraska could get another year of Alonzo Verge. It would be great. It would be fantastic. Especially because he really caught stride in those last three games where we all had optimism. Like, he was running the point, but he was also dropping 20-plus points per game. And now, once again, you can't necessarily rely on that every single time out. But it was a nice thing to have. And, and Nebraska was winning games when he was doing those, putting up those numbers and, and, and running, the, running the offense the way he was. And C.J. Wilcher caught fire towards the end of the year and mm-hmm. was really big for – Fred Hoiberg off the bench. Became the shooter you thought he was going to be coming off the bench. And once again, now it's like Trey McGowan's that deci- started like his decision. Up. His no, well, it's not even that. It's like his decision of just having a guy that's been here. Like if he decides to leave, I mean he's been at two schools, Pitt and Nebraska now. He's been at Nebraska a couple years, cut dealing with dealt with a foot injury that kept him sidelined. Not playing with his brother anymore. Next, I mean, if he comes back next year, he's not playing with with Bryce McGowan's, and mm-hmm. he could be a guy that signs either overseas or maybe gets a G League offer following the draft. If that's what he decides to do, like once again, can't blame him. And, and D walks the same same way. He could get a G League offer, go undrafted, get a G League offer, or one of those guys could test the NBA waters, not hire an agent, and then those decisions are drug out even farther and we don't know what the future looks like for Nebraska for that much longer. It's just interesting couple of months and and a couple, couple months ago at the beginning of the season, if you would have asked me, like I felt better about next season and where Nebraska was going to be Mm -hmm. because I wasn't worried about them only winning 10 games. And I wasn't worried about them having to fire one of their assistant coaches and their head recruiter. And I wasn't worried about Armand Gates possibly moving on like those things I, I think about Armand Gates brother getting a job I, I, at, a, at, a, like at I, a power five school. I understand that those things just come up and every program has to deal with it but at a place like Nebraska where it seems like it's just so fragile and, and you need everything to go your way to stay competitive or to build anything and now your recruiting class your your top two guys might be falling apart your, your, yeah your two top two guys might not even make it to campus in the fall it so, just seems like this happens every year with Nebraska that's the thing is is it it almost seems like you just can't have nice things and if you have something that looks like it's going to work you're just waiting for the for the bad part yeah you're waiting you're waiting for whether, the downturn whether it's in the off season or during the game like you just you just know you're like wow this is too good to be true okay when's it going to happen yeah and it always happens 
All right, let's get to break. Final timeout. Uh, call now, 402-464-5685. $15 to the Upside Bar and Lounge. Nick's Trivia, up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.